What is up, IDP Army? Is your man Jordan Reigns at 50 Shades of Drunk? You want to follow me on Twitter and got a good show for y'all today. We're going to be going over a 2023 real draft for IDP only Dynasty. All right, it's an IDP Dynasty startup real draft. Um, and then I'm going to do a, a follow up video that's going to do the rookie draft for that Dynasty League also. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you have not done that. Leave a comment below. We would love to hear from you. Um, be sure to hop in our Discord as well. A lot of really cool stuff going on over there. So yeah, like I said, we are going to just go over today, and I'm going to review some teams that um, you know that were in this draft too. So I was in a essentially how it went down is uh, I'm in a, an IDP only Dynasty draft uh, Dynasty League with a couple of guys on Twitter. Um, you know, IDP experts, what have you. And we have a league that we've been in for a couple of years, and we decided to make a secondary league very similar to that one. Um, got invited to that one. So we did the startup for that. Just started it two weeks ago. So there's a lot of, you know, you may see some names if you're watching on YouTube that you recognize. Um, and it, it was a really fun draft. I honestly really think that my team turned out really good. I'm interested to share it here with everyone. But before we do that, I want to just, you know, touch on a couple of things. Like I said before, be sure to subscribe to the channel. Be sure to subscribe to both of our podcast feeds as well. If you want to check out our rankings, um, you know, you can join the channel, become a member or join the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash IDP Army. You can get access to our IDP, our Dynasty and our Best Ball rankings. Um, you know, and if you don't want to do that to support us, like I said, you can just throw us a thumbs up or you can just like this video. We would love to. We would love that. Um. All right, well, let's just go ahead and talk about the scoring system. Number one, you're always going to want to know your scoring system in any dynasty league, especially a dynasty league where your rookie, you know, and your startup draft are where you really get to make some decisions um, on how you are going to attack the draft and what kind of team you want to put together. So I, before the draft started, I went and looked at scoring and it's pretty good IDP scoring all around, I would say. Uh, it's not IDP one, two, three, but it's similar. I'll just go ahead and tell you all here what it is. The touchdowns are six points. Sacks are two points in this league. Quarterback hits are one. Tackles for a loss are two. The only real big difference is interceptions are five. Sacks are four. And then tackles are 0.75 for an assist. One and a half for a solo Pass deflections are three, like IDP one, two, three. Tackles for a loss are two, like IDP one, two, three. And quarterback hits are also one point, like IDP one, two, three. So similar, um, but some of the disruptive plays are a little different. They also have forced fumbles at four and fumble recoveries at four, which is a one point increase to IDP one, two, three. So overall similar, but because there was a little bit of a a little cut to the IDP scoring uh, to sacks, making them four instead of six, which I like six as a turnover. Um, I went ahead and opted to, in this draft, uh, kind of punt defensive line. And it's something I've been kind of telling people to do for a while in IDP, especially in dynasty startups, because you can get high quality defensive line players later. And I think when you look at the team I was able to put together here, hopefully you'll you know see some players that you like, that we got at some values. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to set the table with that. The way the league is set up is it is, is that's, that's the scoring. Um, the, 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 the blocked kicks and the blocked punts and those things are only two point plays and safeties are also two point plays in IDP one, two, three scoring. Those are three point plays. 
So again, similar, but not quite IDP one, two, three, but for all intents and purposes, it's pretty closely mirrors IDP one, two, three scoring. Uh, and then the way we set the league up is it has three defensive line players. Then there'll be three linebackers. And then I believe it is three defensive line or three defensive backs. Let me double check real fast. Yep. Three defensive backs. So nine positional players you have to start and then two flex. So 11 starters overall. So bearing all that in mind now, like I said, thanks for being here. We're going to take a look at the team I was able to put together. All right. So let's go ahead here and see if we can pull this team up. That is not the format I want. This is the format I want. All right, so this is the team I was able to get. Again, I, I, I took the approach of a zero defensive line or a or a, a um, late-round defensive line player. A lot of people will tell you to reach for Max Crosby or reach for Nick Bosa. And I think there are specific builds and specific places on the draft board where that can be an optimal strategy. But generally speaking, you're going to want to build around linebackers especially because so many people are going to focus on defensive line players because that's when you think of IDP, when you think of defense, you always think of those big splash play guys. Um, so you have to be aware of that and then I sort of adjust. So let's take a look at the team I was able to put together here. And again, this was taking a, a with an approach where I didn't take a defensive line player until I think around six or seven. So I was able to get Alex Highsmith, Cam Hayward, and Zadarius Smith as my three defensive line starters on this dynasty startup team. Uh, I really like that. Skew's a little older with Hayward being 33 and then Zadarius being close to 30. But Alex Highsmith coming off an incredible season. He was the first defensive line player that I took in this draft. I uh, was happy to get him. And, you know, from in this draft, I was drafting from the 102 spot. I follow, and then the rest of my team for starters, I have Roquan Smith as my linebacker one, Jordan Brooks as my linebacker two, and I was able to get Shaquille Leonard as my linebacker three. This is, I mean, it just shows the recency bias is such a, a heavy thing in fantasy football. You know, I'm not even a huge Shaquille Leonard guy, but to get him as my linebacker three, you know, in a startup, that's... And I you know this was a league that has a lot of people that are experts and people that know a lot about IDP. So even people who should, in my opinion, probably know better, allowed me to get a linebacker three who has linebacker one overall in his resume already. I don't know if anybody was watching Good Morning Football today, uh, but Logan Ryan was on this morning. He says he's been practicing five days a week in Tampa with Shaq Leonard. Guys up at five o'clock in the morning at the gym every day. He said he's fine. So that's not a doctor. That's not any, you know, that's good morning football conjecture from a guy who works out with Shaq Leonard. But if he's a, a football player saying he looks like he's good, I'm going to take that as a positive sign. So I love being able to get him as my linebacker three. We'll dive into that. And this team, honestly, is kind of almost a meme because Derwin James, my defensive back one, got him in the third round. Felt like that was kind of wild for me to get Buda Baker and then Jamal Adams. These guys two, three years ago, and I did get a little clowned on a little on Twitter. Oh, our team would kill, you know, three years ago. I mean, these guys still play in the NFL. You know what I mean? They haven't been on the field consistently. No, but when they're on the field, we know who they are. And it's not like they're 30, 35. So was happy to get Jamal Adams coming off the injury here. Buda Baker, the uncertainty allowed me to get him as my DB2. And then, again, Derwin James dropped to the third round inexplicably. Not sure what to make of that. Then I followed up with my first flex was Quincy, Quincy Williams. 
Divine Diablo, Dante Fowler, and then the bench here. Deontay Fowler, Emmanuel Ogba, Charles O'Minahue, Derek Brown. Uh, I can't pronounce his name. I'm sorry. Oh, no. What just happened? Adafe away. He got drafted to my team. All right. Maybe I'll change the screen. I drafted Adafe away. Pretty low. Uh, I believe I got him what round was that 11th round here. I mean, that's a great value for a defensive line player. And again, with that strategy, you want to look for either older players that could still perform, a.k.a. Cam Hayward, or younger players who haven't yet broken out um, the uh, post-hype sleeper type. And that's where Adafe Away comes in. Let me see if I can pull this back up because I want to finish reading off my actual bench before we jump over to the draft board. But you can see here Derek Brown. You know, with the zero defensive line strategy, taking a lot of shots here. Emmanuel Ogba, Charles O'Minihue, Derek Brown, Adafe Away, Dio Odenigbo. All those guys are kind of shots at the defensive line position, but I believe they have some upside and they were dirt cheap to acquire. And they're bench players right now, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Followed up, got Jalen Smith, Anthony Walker, Leighton Vander Esch, and then Terrell Dotson. So that's how my team looks right now in this 10-team startup IDP only. So let's take a look at how the actual draft went down quickly. Okay, so I'm going to pull up. So I drafted from the two spot, and I'm getting mine out of the way so we can start talking about the other guys' teams a little bit. I just wanted to let you guys know kind of how I decided to attack this. So I went from the 102. Like I said, I favored the linebackers. But Derwin James in the third round was just too, too good to pass up. So obviously I ended up with him there and then i got actually i took alex highsmith in the fourth round so it was a little higher than i actually thought for a zero defensive line or a late round defensive line player but you know still pretty late overall this isn't a combined draft this is a idp only draft so every other person in the league had already uh, acquired a defensive line player of some type by this point um for the most part the guy right after me looks like he um had not quite got jumped there yet. Oh, yeah, he did. Well, we'll jump over there in a minute. Anyway, let's see what, what kind of values we got. So I really thought Cam Hayward at 17 was a super value. Yeah, he's older. But again, this is a team that's going to be able to compete year one in Dynasty, which I believe in playing every year to win. There's no reason to do the whole, you know, productive struggle nonsense. Like I just all the productive struggle teams in my leagues from all these years back are still just struggling you know what i'm saying so um pouring out for your homies that are leaving the leagues and don't like dynasty anymore um and then you, again you can see here i just took shots here straight down these few picks uh deo one of my favorite sleeper candidates for this year defensive line dante fowler plug and play not probably going to get a lot of tackles on the season but he could have a sack across from micah parsons sneakily pretty good season last year um, so I, I like getting him there. And then Emmanuel Ogba offers a lot in like, you know, the auxiliary stuff, the pass deflections. We I always talk about that. You know, he's not just a sack tackle guy, but he does actually uh, offer some forced fumble and some, you know, disruptive plays by, by design. So that's my team. Let's go ahead. And I think, honestly, I'm just going to give my team a grade. I think it's a plus. I think I have great players. I think I got my great values. Um, I think people overthink things a lot. I think people big brain things too much. I think we're going to see that with some of these other teams. Uh, so let's go ahead and take a look at team number one from the 101 spot. That was my man, esteemed outlaw. 
not a bad draft here. You know, again, this is all my opinion. If any of these guys, you know, feel like I'm attacking them or I mean, if anything weird happens, just know that this isn't personal. This is just me giving my honest opinion. Micah Parsons, uh, first round, Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd is your linebacker one is definitely some scary stuff. Doesn't take another linebacker until round five, then Nicobe Dean, and then another one in six with Anderson. That's really sketchy. Like you really need those guys to ascend and then hold that spot down to be valuable in dynasty, to be worthy of taking this high. I think that's a little bit wild to take them there. I mean, even Brian Osamoa, who he took here in the ninth round, was his next actual linebacker. I'm in another league where I was actually, because his ink has come up. Um, I was in another league, and he got dropped, you know, in one of my IDP Dynasty leagues recently. So to use a, a, a single-digit pick here on him, I mean, that's do what you want to do. Go crazy, but I don't, I don't love that. George Carl Loftus, I love that at the eighth spot, though. Dax Hill, I like that. I mean, this team really is skewing very young, you know, if you just kind of look at it, which is fine. Chad Muma, Jordan Phillips. Um, I'm just going to be real, though. I don't think this team is going to win many games this year. Um, I don't you don't think it'll win many games over the course of this Dynasty League. I mean, unless all these guys kind of hit in a big way. I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough, I think, for this team to – make the playoffs so just being real i think so let's go ahead and go to the team that went right after me first defensive line player nick bosa understand why you would want to do that um again with the sacks being nerfed just a little bit with four points versus six i think that there's probably better options on the board here overall and there is injury risk with defensive line players you know especially ones that have an injury history so it is brave and i, I understand it though you want to get you want to get Nick Bosa on your team. Minka Fitzpatrick went next for this guy. Um, I mean, Pax 23, which was wild to me only because I mean, Buda Baker is still on the board and Derwin James is still on the board at this point. Known high-level IDP defensive back producers. And, you know, I love Minka as much as the next guy. Probably more and probably longer. You know what I mean? Especially for IDP. But, I mean, just from a practicality standpoint, to take him in the second round, um, you're taking on you're just you're just passing on players who are objectively more likely to be better this season. So all that being said, he comes back around, gets Tremaine Edmonds and Zier Franklin. Uh, I like those picks. Nothing overly exciting, really, but that's a decent start to your linebacking core. Not going to be mad at it. Josh Sweat here in the fifth round. Honestly, just a waste of a pick. Um, I think his I mean. What's Josh Sweat ever really done? Um, except for make some people at PFF excited about some stuff. Um, Matt Judon, great pick here, you know, but again, the sixth round, you want to get a guy that's kind of this old to kind of be a core player for your team this early. Kevin Byard comes in next, another older fella. And I'm not like knocking older guys, you know what I mean? But you have to think about in Dynasty, you're building a team for now and for later. When am I going to be able to get players for now? That might not be on my team later. What does that mean? Like older players. You don't want to take an older player early. You know what I mean? That just doesn't make as much sense. So I think that that strategy kind of hurt him here. Um, going with some some of these older fellas here. Does get Quinton Williams in the eighth. I like that pick. Jerome Baker, not going to do much for you as your linebacker three. Um, unfortunately. Yeah, this team just, if I'm just being completely honest, is in pretty rough shape. Uh 
yeah, I'm not too worried about old packs here. Let's take a look at old Joey the Tooth's team. Good God Almighty, this should be a blast. All right, what we got here? We got Nick Bolton in the first round. That's a good pick. Uh, Bobby Okrecki in the second. That's a little wild to me. I mean, I understand that he doesn't have a lot in front of him, you know, for the New York Gi uh, Giants. But as your linebacker, too, given some of the players that are still on the board, that's a lot of capital. Again, that's pick 17 in an IDP Dynasty League for a guy who was a, a sleeper, you know, two years ago. Uh, even last year coming to the league year, you know, a sleeper for some people. So for him to go from a sleeper all the to switch teams and then be taken at 17, that's a little rich for me. Uh, Son Reddick, good pick there. I like that in the third round. Uh, Josh Allen in the fourth. Don't really love that. Josh Allen has been, he's been underwhelming in my opinion. Um, Ernest Jones, again, that's a guy who I think is a sleeper slash breakout. So to put him on your team here this early seems a little bit, you know, I mean, just to, again, for contrast in this same round, I took Buda Baker, you know what I mean? And that's not to knock Ernest Jones, but it's just like, you know, you have to think about what's happening around you. Um, Daniel Hunter goes next, second D, third defensive line player here for Joey. So in the first six rounds, he's taken three defensive line players to build his dynasty around. Not something I would ever advocate for personally. Jesse Bates comes in at seven. Harold Landry, I mean, a good pick there with Landry. Um, but I don't really, again, I don't know why you would really want to put that kind of player on your team after you've just stacked your defensive line with all these other guys in still single digit rounds. Um, but to each their own. Jesse Bates, good pick. New team definitely fell down the draft board because of that recently. So I, I like that value there. Josie Jewell, Jamin Davis, they're not doing much for anybody, really, I don't think. Eric Kendricks, good pick. Christian Wilkins in this league, which is very tackle heavy. And again, why I deprioritize defensive line players. Um, a guy like Christian Wilkins, who has a history of getting up there at defensive line position with a lot of tackles, that's a good pick. And that's kind of the thesis behind, you know, um, Cameron Hayward, my pick over there on defensive line. Grant Delpit, Brand, or Baron Browning, Rashawn Jenkins, Eddie Jackson, Deion Taylor, Dion Taylor, I can't even hear Daryl Taylor, Jordan Poyer at the 18th round, Khalil Mack. Like he got Khalil Mack, y'all, here in the 19th round. I mean, if you're looking for an upside shot at defensive line, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's a good pick. And then Marcus Epps. And then Amani Hooker. So I think overall this team, like fundamentally, I mean, it's got some of the, it's got the right names on it in some of the right spots. But I, I'm a little worried about the the depth. You know, what I'm saying like Jim and Davis, I wonder if he'll ever even crack your lineup this season. Same with Josie Jewell, and to take those guys in nine ten at the most pivotal spot, a little, little 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 worrisome in my opinion. You know, but to each their own. All right, this is the next spot, 105. This is Hot Seat Mags. This looks like a nice little team here. Uh, looks like we went Max Crosby, number one, Patrick Queen. And Max Crosby, if you are going to take defensive line in this league, number one overall or early, Max Crosby is the guy you want because he is the, the tackle guy as far as defensive line goes. Like he and Sam Hubbard, um, especially this last year, though, Max Crosby's tackles went up in a big way. So... I like that if you, like I said, if you are going to take one in the first round, 
Max Crosby is probably the one that you're going to want to skew towards. Again, in my humble opinion. Patrick Queen taking the second round. Isaiah Simmons third. Then Joey Bosa in the fourth. Love that he got Joey Bosa here in the fourth round. You know what I mean? Like, again, don't... You know, Nick Bosa went three overall. I mean, 30... You know, what is this? 10, 20, 30... Almost 35 picks later. That's where Nick or Joey Bosa goes. You know, not long ago, he would have been a lot higher. So that's good value there for Matt or for hot seat mags here. This team, which was again, was drafting from the 105 spot. Takes his first defensive back player with the Chiefs defensive back, Legarius Sneed. Then he comes back around, takes Chris Jones, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Mm. At, at five, six, and seven, there, I just. I don't I wouldn't be excited to rely on those guys necessarily week in and week out, especially with the up and down nature of Chris Jones's career to have him really kind of be anchoring things there. Well, he's really not, though. I guess Max Crosby's your anchor. So is it I'm okay with him as an upside play, I guess. Frankie Luvu at eighth in the eighth round. I'm always hesitant to really, really invest capital in guys who kind of Guys who are like week one and week two waiver wire stars, you know what I mean? Those guys are camp breakout stars where, yeah, they have a great season. And if I'm in that season, that's awesome. But I'm not going to count on that to be continued, extended, meaningful, consistent production. So I'm a little worried about Frankie Lulu there. Um, Bobby Wagner, good pick. Willie Gay, good pick, you know. Then Aaron Donald here at 11. Um I'm just going to, you know, say it, you know, I mean, what was it? Six, a year ago this time, people were arguing that he was like the best player in the whole NFL, you know, and he's only like 30, what, 30, 31. How do you fall off this much in IDP fancy football? You know what I'm saying? I think people had him as like defensive line. Well, I mean, not me, but I know a lot of people had him very high in their defensive line rankings in Dynasty and Redraft last season, as they do every year. I mean, you got to see things coming if you really want to help people. You know, if you want to look back and say, oh, you know, now he's not good anymore. That's not very helpful. So is he good or not, y'all? Is he a value at this point? You know, to get Aaron Donald here this time last year would have been heresy. But here you are. I think he's fallen too far down the board. Probably closer to where he actually needs to be, though, in reality. And looks like a nice group of guys to be with. You know, Von Miller, DeForest Buckner. DeForest Buckner should be ahead of him probably. Um, just because we haven't heard so much talk of retirement from him. Marlon Humphrey, another defensive back. And this, he went, went pretty heavy with the cornerbacks. Legereus Sneed, Chauncey Gardner, corner slash safety. And then Humphrey here, corner. Tyron Matthew, another one of these versatile guys. So I really like the way he kind of built this team as far as the players. He's going to have a lot of action to see on Sunday. So a lot of fun, a lot of fun teams. Shaq Barrett, uh, Alex Anzalone. I actually saw him got cut in the league recently. They took a shot on Rashawn Evans, who's currently unsigned in the 18th round. Marshawn Lattimore, Darius Slay, and then Justin Houston. Overall, this team, in my opinion, is it's it's for Dynasty, it's gonna be rough to kind of last, maybe. But I think this this year, I think he's got some of the right, some some good players on this team that could potentially make a difference. So keep an eye on on old hot seat mags here as a sleeper in the league, y'all. Maybe not a sleeper. Maybe he thinks a little. Maybe he'll get mad if I say that. All right, then we got my man Cali King, 49er. 
Mace Riney in the building representing the IDP Army. And, you know, I'm going to try not to shower him with too many, you know, compliments, but his team is pretty dang good. I was like looking at the teams. I was like, man, some of these teams are not very good. And I was like down at the bottom. I was like, ooh, this team looks good. And I'm scrolling up. I'm like, ooh, ooh. I'm like, oh, Mace. I was like, I bet. I should have known. He's probably drafting straight out the index. All right. So we got TJ Watt, the 106. Love that. Still in his 20s i think 28 so it's not like he's anywhere near as old as some of these other older defensive line players that are being pushed down the board quay walker hoping for that breakout um with his linebacker one there a little risky bit of a move but i do have him pretty high in the index i won't lie it's just a lot of faith logan wilson like him i really wish that he could kind of break through to that next tier of linebacker i'm scared he's going to end up with a career more closely resembling Fred Warner than I ever want to admit ever again. So let's just not even talk about it. Jaquan Brisker as his defensive back number one in the fourth round. Love that. Great centerpiece. Then he went Hendrickson, Mosley, Montez Sweat, Jordan Hicks. That, that's a that's a great group of guys to get right there. Some veterans in Mosley and Hicks at linebacker who have been putting up big numbers the last few seasons. And then he gets some guys who are kind of falling off the radar after down seasons, but still with a lot of juice left in them in Eric Hendricks or not Eric Hendricks, a little Trey Hendrickson and Montez Sweat. Donovan Wilson, he follows up with there. I don't love it, don't hate it. Javon Hargraves in the 10th round. Uh, I don't I don't love it, don't hate it. That's kind of where I'm at with that one. Shaq Thompson, Al Shear, I like those because those guys are, again, kind of flying under the radar. You know, could be high-level producers kind of out of nowhere and consistently. Um, you know, and on franchises where people really don't want to look right now for a lot of action, Carolina, ugh, I mean, it's if it's about what, what's new in Carolina. Shaq Thompson ain't new in Carolina, so he's not going to get a lot of attention. And then we're all just kind of waiting for the Titans to unravel at the seams, if we're being honest. So... Nobody probably even remembers how Shear isn't with the Niners anymore, and he's there. So, all that being said, nice sneaky picks there by my man. And those are 11th and 12th round linebackers, you know what I mean? So, it's not like he overpaid uh, for these guys like some other people did for some less, less sure thing, more risky linebackers. Then he goes Richie Grant buying that dip on that second-year defensive back that didn't really break breakout. Jordan, or not Jordan Love. Is that Jordan Love? No, it's Love. Why can't I think of his name? Julian Love. Uh, I guess that third defensive back for the Seahawks, who's going to go back there and play with Jamal Adams and Quandre Diggs, should be potentially very, very valuable given the, for, the relative fragility that is the career of Jamal Adams as of late. And then we'll just have to see what's up with Quandre Diggs. I know he's on and off the field. They've been really great together. I like Julian Love being you know added to the group, but don't sleep on him overall you know like i said like my man here he got him pretty pretty late um and he could end up being somebody that plays a lot more snaps than we even now optimistically might anticipate juan bentley in the 15th round i think that's kind of a waste of a pick by my man mace but it's all good do you my guy then he goes and gets sanders who m sanders was oh gosh darn it i knew that was going to happen Sorry, guys. Every time I click on their names, it like shoots us off of this page. That's my bad. Give me one sec. See if I can get the board pulled back up. 
There we go. All right, where were we? Man, we still got a couple more teams to go over. Whew. All right, pull that down. There we go. There we go. We're back. Like I said, I'm not a big fan of Juwan Bentley. I think that was just more of a, you know, that he's going to play some games and you could probably throw him in your flex if you have to. Um, and that's basically what he's been his entire career for a while now. Then Sanders, who M. Sanders, for whatever reason, I, I don't know what that guy's first name is. I can't think of it. Um, I have no real opinion. Hopefully it works out for you, Mace. Spillane uh, and Von Bell here. I really like Von Bell. That's such a good, good get in Dynasty this late. I mean, the 17th round, he got Von Bell. A guy who's put up like 100-plus tackles each of the last like four or five years. Plenty of impact plays. Um, he's been one of my top safeties for a while in IDP. And he goes to a spot that needs somebody who's going to be kind of that um, that enforcer, that midfield enforcer, that veteran presence. You know, we were talking a little earlier about somebody like Logan Ryan. I brought him up. That's kind of in the same mold as a Von Bell at this point. You know what I mean? So don't sleep on, on Von Bell. I really think that's a good get for Mace um, here. Then he gets to Mario Davis, uh, Man of God. And then he goes and gets Tracy Walker late and then Oren Burks. Tracy Walker, probably the best value there of that group. Um, so I love that gift for him. All right, next, coming in from the 1-7 spot, we had Master IDP, the number one IDP ranker for the season of 2023. He's in here with us to school us all, so let's see how he did. Uh, so we went with, from the 107 spot, he started out with Miles Garrett, so he goes the more traditional, classic sort of IDP uh, dogma of get your defensive line player early and build around him. Then he comes back and he gets... Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw, and I'm really not sure that that's the. I know I'm not. I know that's not the def, That's not the linebacker core I would want to build my uh, dynasty around personally. But you know what? Do you, my guy? Gets Rashawn Gary and then Pete Werner. I like Pete Werner and then Cole Holcomb here. So he does shore them up. But I really don't feel like with that group of four linebackers I just mentioned, there's anybody that is really going to be pushing into that top 10 range. Fred Warner might sniff top 15, you know, probably won't get there. Cole Holcomb is probably your most likely candidate, um, in my opinion. Or Pete Werner. He had a nice little season going last year. But um, we'll see. We'll see. Goes with Cam Curl next and then Kyle Duggar. Like that for a starting defensive back group. Uh, not necessarily a group I would think are going to – I like it for this year. I don't know how long, you know, Cam Curl's career is really going to be. It's kind of been up and down. Duggar obviously has gained a level of respect and I don't know what the right word is with the Patriots, but they use him a lot in a lot of different ways, but they use him a lot is the best way to say it. So he's not really like a true – like just – I don't know what the right way to even say this is. He, he, he is kind of turning into what we hoped he would be. That's the best way to say it. Finally. Took a couple of years. He was kind of on and off the field, but it seems like now they've really put him out there to, to be a, a playmaker on defense. Next, he went with Devondre Campbell. I think that was a really great get at 9.7. 9 Gregory Ruzal, David Long at 11.7. Currently not on a team, I don't think, or maybe he's on Miami, if I'm not mistaken. And then Xavier McKinney, Jonathan Allen, Josh Uche, Levante David, a little bit of an older group there with Allen and David and then Lawrence. Um, 
Demarcus Lawrence. I don't know. You know, if I'm being honest, I feel like my man, my master IDP here might be in, in, in for a little bit of a world of hurt. We'll have to see how the season goes. Um, obviously, it's all love. But this isn't a team that I'm, you know, would be over much scared to, to play in the season. Of course, Washington will probably whip me every time I play it now for the rest of forever. But you know how it goes in fantasy. But I like Harrison Smith as a get here very, very late. Brandon Jones, you know, rounding out that defensive back group. You know, as these guys coming as your bench guys, you're really probably going to start them week one i mean this whole season so to get them this late is is a really good get in my opinion like i'd much rather start harrison smith than cam curl you know what i mean pretty much every week until harrison smith's not in the nfl um for idp purposes especially with um what's his name flores going to the vikings i'm expecting a little bit of a pop in impact play production this season relative to last season from a man Harrison Smith. Um, so just want to go ahead and throw that out there into the ether. All right. Let's go ahead and jump to the we have three teams left, everybody. Let's go ahead and jump to the 1-8 spot. Voice 8 Olakun, Brian Burns, Jordan Phillips, Javon Holland, Matt Milano, Jalen Thompson is the first six rounds. So we had two linebackers. We had one linebacker. We had two defensive line players. Jalen Phillips is technically a defensive line player, even though he's marked linebacker here. Um, then we had so we had Matt Milano. So two traditional linebackers, two defensive line players, and two defensive backs essentially go here in the first six rounds. I like the balance there. Good group of guys. You know, I like Olakun, underrated many years now. Definitely a top end linebacker for IDP Dynasty. Brian Burns, getting him in the second round when a lot of people are reaching. You know, I don't want to say re reaching is the wrong word. But, you know, when, when Miles Garrett goes in the first or Aiden Hutchinson goes in the first, you know, relatively speaking, getting Brian Burns in the second with startup is going to feel pretty good. Uh, Jalen Phillips in the third. Javon Holland, like I said, in the third. Javon Holland and then Jalen Thompson at six. So 4.3 and 6.3 for your defensive back one and two. Really good gets there. Young player on the Holland side young-ish player on Jalen Thompson's side. We've seen him produce and kind of earn his way onto the field. So if Brian or if Buda Baker does eventually move on, which, you know, we're still not sure what's going to happen there, he could be the guy who kind of slides right into that role. And even if that doesn't happen and we can't just apply that narrative, which would be really fun and easy to do, he's been perfectly fine for IDP the last few seasons. So to get him as your DB2 in the sixth round, uh, like that. Continuing down, this guy's draft, who is toto nightingale or toto toto din i don't know what his name is toto denatel i don't know y'all know i'm dyslexic um we had kazir white in the seventh round kirby joseph eighth round justin simmons ninth sam hubbard dexter lawrence alex singleton joe tyrone shoyinko and then marcus williams in the 14th and michael walker on the 15th of that grouping of players, you know, there's a couple I don't really like. I think Kazir White was kind of not a great pick there, especially in the seventh round. It's just a lot to pay for Kazir White at this point in his – at this point in, in ever. <laughs> um, Kirby Joseph, I don't really know where he's going to fit in with Tracy Walker, Chauncey Garner-Johnson, and then Brian Branch. You know, he'll be the backup, I, I assume, to somebody. Uh not to say he couldn't still get on the field, meaningful snaps, you know, given those three guys, you know, people get nicked up, whatever it may happen. So 
but still that's a hefty price to pay for a guy who's a backup you know at the eighth round justin simmons in the ninth round don't love it don't hate it he's just he's kind of who exactly he is sam hubbard in the 10th round again this is just more you know zero or late round dl fodder here you know 10th round sam hubbard a guy who is a perennial, you know, top 15, top 24 guy, you know, not necessarily having big boom weeks, but he's been so consistent since being drafted by the Bengals for IDP, very high tackle numbers, stays healthy. Um, and when he does pop, you know, not doesn't happen a lot, but when he pops, it feels good. So um, love that. And the 10th round here, Dexter Lawrence, Alex Singleton. I mean, there's nothing really to talk about that little group of guys. Honestly, of several of these guys, I think he'll end up dropping pretty quick. Michael Walker, he got some upside there. Deshaun Elliott, I like um, with the Miami group now. No longer part of the Detroit defensive back group, but another data point we can look at to say there's been a lot of success there for defensive backs. And then he went ahead and took Justin Reed, Jordan Whitehead, and then Xavier Woods. Veterans, not any really flashy names. And again, just reading those names off just really kind of solidifies my question mark with Kurt with uh, Kirby Joseph here. Like, why would you take Kirby Joseph? You could have taken, oh, you could have taken Jordan Hicks. Could have taken Jamal Adams. You know what I mean? Um, well, no, not Jamal Adams. Yeah, you could have. Quincy, there's just so many players you could have taken that aren't Kirby Joseph. So... Good luck, brother. Two more teams left. This has gone on a little longer than maybe I thought it would. Um, or maybe not. I don't know. But from the ninth spot, Aiden Hutchinson was our first pick by Dent's playbook. Then he went Kayvon Thibodeau. So he's doubling down on that second-year defensive line player. And he's going, I mean, young in defensive line early. Again, not something I would do or tell people to do. But we'll see how it goes for him. Then Talanoa Hafenga in the third. Trayvon Walker in the fourth. So now he has three defensive line players. Three second-year defensive line players in your first four picks. Yeah, it's not great. Not great, Bob. Um, interesting. Jack Sanborn at 5.9. Drew Tranquil comes in right after him. You know, Jack Sanborn may not see many snaps this season. Drew Tranquil is a great get there for him, though, at 6'2". Six, six, um, fundamentally speaking, this team I don't think is really – I mean, I think they're going to struggle quite a bit. Tariq Woolen, not bad. You know, cornerback gets a lot of tackles, though. Gets thrown out a lot, and he can make a big play. Uchiha Nwosu and the – Single digit rounds is no no bueno, friend. Cody Barton in the ninth round, that's no bueno. Jay Houston, and that's not Justin Houston, that's another Houston. That's a no bueno pick in the 10th. Um Trayvon Diggs in the eleventh. I don't hate that. I think that might I know I mean that's not a bad pick. JC Horn coming off the the injury, we'll have to see. I don't really know how the team is feeling about him. Um, I don't know if anybody's seen the reports, anybody seen any comments on that. I know he was doing better, but again, I don't really know with all the turmoil and everything, if we've really had a good check-in with JC Horn, that might be something to put a pin in and come back to Derek Stingley, Jr. AJ Terrell, Nicholas Morrow, um, Jordan Davis, Ed Oliver, Christian Barrymore, 
Jonathan Greener, Zach Allen, and R. Thomas. I'm going to be completely real with you. That team is toast. That team is toasted. So let's go ahead and go on to my man, Dynasty Guru. He's he's the one who's running the league. Put it all together at the back of the first round here. And this is the last team of the, 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 the recap here. We got Devin White. Great pick there at the back of the first. He goes Jalen Petrie, number two, coming off an insane 140 tackles from a rookie defensive back, you know, safety. No, who cares? I don't care. You know, that's 140 tackles. That's big for a rookie. That's big, big. Okay. Chase Young in the third. I think that's where his first trip up kind of happens. And he gets TJ Edwards like that for this season. But longevity wise, he's in all these linebackers where I'm a little worried about how long you're going to be able to trust him. So in a dynasty to take him this early is a little bit worrisome for me for him. Follows it up with a great pick, though. Antoine Winfield, one of my favorite defensive backs. Then he goes David Collins. I think that was a good pick. Then he went Christian Harris um, from line, or from Houston. Then he went Jeremiah Wusukormoa, a really, really gassed up player last offseason by a lot of people. Not us, but a lot of people. Um didn't do much. He just feels like the next Mac Wilson. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? Then he goes and gets Sauce Gardner at 9-10. Shoo-wee. That's spicy, bro. That's that's nice. That's nice. That's nice. I love that. Trent McGuffey comes in next. Then he goes Quiddy Pay, Jeffrey Simmons, a couple of big boys um, coming in on your defensive line. Jackson, I don't want to click this because it will open up. I don't, is this David Jackson? I need to double check. I'm not overly sure who this Jackson is here, to be completely honest with y'all. Deron Payne, great get after the guy didn't even know who he was in the 14th round. Um, he's going to be on the Washington Commanders for a while. His tackle numbers were up or have stayed pretty consistent, and we've seen him pop on the sack numbers in the past and just this last season. Uh, and as a rookie, I think he had nine or 10 too. So, we know that Duran Payne can be a game-changing defense or defensive line player. So to get him here, that was another one of those guys who I was targeting based on, you know, kind of how I went into the draft. Then he got uh, Dea, I can't, Ajobo. I don't know his first name. Another defensive line player that has a complicated name. Like two of the guys on my team. This one's from Baltimore. Then we have Kay Gordon, Kyle Gordon. We have Jeff Akuda, who recently was acquired by Atlanta Falcons. Um, I think it's Michael McFadden. Is it Matthew or Michael McFadden? In McFadden, New York Giants. So whereas Joey took the other Giants linebacker in the second round to completely build his team around, my man over here got this guy who could very well just be, you know, be around the field next to that guy just as much in the 18th round. So uh, maybe that hopefully can kind of juxtapose for you why I was a little bit disconcerted with that pick earlier. Um, then we have Christian Thomas or C. Thomas. Again, I, who are all these Arizona defensive line players? Who are these? That's like the third one I don't know. Like, who are these people? Somebody help me. <laughs> Devin Bush, 20th round. Ooh, got both Devins from back in the day. And then Kenneth Murray. So he got some high upside players with some good uh, premium to their, their draft cost or whatever you want to call it. So what do y'all think about these teams? You know, did you have a favorite team? Do you have a favorite pick? Um, you know, I've kind of given you my thoughts and kind of given you my critiques. Honestly, again, I mean, it's my biased opinion. My ob subjective opinion is my team is the best. 
I think I killed the draft. Um, I'll do another video to show you all how our rookie drafts went after this one because we did it immediately following. But I thought I killed this one. I thought my rookie draft went pretty good too. And I'm looking forward to hopefully winning this league, you know, because I like winning fantasy football leagues. That means a lot to me. Um, there's another league. The league this one's based on. There's a handful of these guys that are in there. This is the second iteration. It's been around three seasons. I've won the championship in that league. 2X out of three seasons. Um, that's real. You know, I'm trying to win these leagues. So I like my team. Um, good luck to all my competitors out there. I won't give you all draft grades because I maybe, you know, I don't get some maybe some people will get sad. But um, like I said, some of y'all's teams I'm not too worried about. Some of y'all's team got a little something, something going for them. But overall, you know, no, nobody, nobody can fuck with us at the IDP army when it really comes down to it. You know what I mean? It's probably just gonna come down to probably just gonna come down to me and Mace, you know, you know, in the championships. No big deal. Um you know, I don't know who you guys will choose to cheer for. Probably Mace. And that's totally fine. I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> so, all right. Let me know which team you like the most. Um, we'll be back soon, or I'll be back soon with the IDP Army podcast, show, channel, whatever. Um, be sure to subscribe, like, you know. And we're going to be going over the rookie um, sister draft or secondary draft. or The rookie IDP draft that was adjacent to this startup, which is also finished. So I'll be back soon. Uh, like maybe probably a couple of days. I'll, I'll put that up. Should be a lot faster. It's only four rounds. Um, so same teams. And so again, these teams that we saw here, these aren't complete teams. So maybe I'll give the team grades uh, after we put in the rookies. How's that sound for an idea, y'all? Let me know what you think in the comments below. I appreciate it, IDP Army. Remember, IDP and the P stands for positivity. <laughs>